Hi, what's better today? You're listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy, and brought to you by Selsin.com. It's why some leaders thrive and others struggle. Hey there, this is John Kenworthy and welcome to this podcast. And I'm talking about change, ways people deal with change and why training doesn't work. There's a proverb that goes, there are no such things as wrong turns, only paths we never knew we were supposed to take. Because it's all about change. Life is all about change. Change is the only constant. There would be little need for training or any development if people were happy to stay the same as they are now. And you know that change is uncomfortable. It doesn't matter how big or small the change is, it's how uncomfortable that specific change makes you feel. For some, change is something to be avoided at all costs. If they are in the training event, it is because they perceive that they have no choice. For others, they'll actively seek change. Staying the same is boring. They need change. They need to learn. They are incomplete if they are not learning to be better. Some people initially resist change, but accept it after time or practice. For these individuals, training or learning has to be proven to be valuable. And there are those who initiate change, sometimes just for the sake of change. And that training, it doesn't work because of your discomfort with change. How can you change an organisation if you don't like change yourself? Try a little experiment with me. Just fold your arms in front of you and settle for a moment. As you're comfortable, what I'd like you to do is just switch the way you fold your arms. Instead of right over left, change it to left over right, for example. Now, how comfortable are you? See, a few people who do this feel fine, or say they do. Most will soon revert to their preferred and far more comfortable old way of doing things. How long would it take you to force yourself to switch your arm folding? How long would it take for you? A day? An hour? A week? A month? A year? However long it would take you, there would be many times when you just slipped back into your old ways, especially under pressure. Perhaps you would eventually change forever. Perhaps you would revert to your original way of doing things. It all depends on how motivated you were to change and if there was a purpose to the change. And most training programs fail to deliver change because most people neglect the key elements that facilitate that change to take place. To change anything, you need to be encouraged to take that step out, enabled with the tools and techniques and knowledge and empowered to do it on your own. Fall short on one and the training will not achieve the desired change. Why is change so difficult? Going on a journey with people through change can be challenging and exhausting. Bringing sustainable change is even harder. Most people resist change even when they see the need and believe it can occur. The owner of the first hotel I managed was just 40 when he suffered a heart attack. His lifestyle, the booze, food and lack of regular exercise were contributory factors, but prior to the heart attack there were no significant symptoms. Life was good, then bam, 
He was on the floor in agony. He survived. His doctor told him bluntly that he had to change his diet, give up alcohol, smoking and take up regular exercise. Change or die. A stark choice. And one that many people face. Now initially my boss came out of hospital ready and eager to take this advice seriously and changed everything that was harming his health. It wasn't easy for him, but he stuck with it and now enjoys a slim, healthy life, retired and sailing around the Mediterranean. Yet in the US alone, 90% of heart bypass patients cannot change their lifestyles, even at the risk of dying. It's not surprising then that changing people's behaviour and business is a challenge. And you would think that I, as a reasonably intelligent human being, would have learnt from that particular experience with my boss. But no, didn't even learn from life. I maintained my own personal biases and beliefs that such a thing would never happen to me. I wouldn't be someone who suffered a heart attack because of bad choices. We rarely learn from observing what happens around us to others or from what others do unless there is something of value for us personally that doesn't contravene our own personal biases and beliefs. Something that is more valuable and doesn't get rejected by us because of those biases or beliefs. So there are four ways people face change. Depending on their own personalities and their past experience, we have innovators, people who value change and often try to make it happen. But even innovators, though, will create change that supports their own beliefs and biases. And sometimes an innovator is just a rebel in disguise and creating change just to disrupt the status quo. Embracers are people who thrive on change and accept it with enthusiasm, sometimes without thinking too much about it. These people love difference. They need change. And there's the rub. Embracers will embrace the change training brings immediately and run with it right up to the moment that they need to change again. Or even to change back to the old way of doing things. Why? Because change is change even when it is changing back. Acceptors are people who initially resist change, but eventually go along with it because there is no alternative, or they find that the change genuinely does bring value. These are the relative few who sustain the change and become the advocates for the training. Resistors are people who may not even notice the change. They'll deliberately ignore it or be so overwhelmed that they push it out of their awareness. Some will even deny any need for change and refuse to budge an inch. The learning and development is, for them, simply not important enough to be deemed worthy of effort. People usually lean towards one of these responses. They're innovators, embracers, acceptors or resistors. But there's some excellent news though. Simply because you are reading this or listening to this, you are likely to be an innovator or an embracer. If you're reading this reluctantly, you're an acceptor. And those who aren't reading this, well, they are resistors. But of course they won't know that because they haven't read this bit. How then do we help change happen in training? Well, for that, you need to use the triangle of influence. Have a great 
day, a lovely weekend ahead. If you're getting this on a Saturday when we uh, release the podcast, do me a favour, if you wouldn't mind, please pass this along to a friend who you think would benefit from understanding about change. Let me know what you think of it and just hit reply to the email or visit us at selsim.com. You've been listening to the Leadership Advantage podcast with me, Dr. John Kenworthy. If you'd like to find out more, visit us at selsim.com. It's why some leaders thrive and others struggle.